Guido. Welcome to another can a can conversation about how to fix the Democratic Party in Indiana. We are so uh, thrilled to have Evelyn Brown with us today. And Evelyn is the Clay County Democratic Party chair. And, um, and she has a great story about how she became the chair. And we're gonna talk about what she's doing there in Clay County and, um, and what more she, will, she plans to do in the future. So um, Evelyn, thanks for joining us. Thanks and I want you to first just tell us how you became county chair. Tell us a little bit about your story. Well, um, I always, I volunteered in a lot of different things. I was victim's advocate for several years. I, I volunteered on the legislative team at AARP and, um, you know, just done a lot of things. And I found that I'm doing these volunteer things to help people because of the inequality and the hardships that they face. Um, I've always been a, de a good Democrat. And um, I mean, since I was in high school. And um, in 2018, when they said, you know, Evelyn, why don't you run? I just, you know, thought, yeah, if not now, when, you know, if not me, who? So that was one of the best experiences I ever had was knocking on doors in six counties, five to seven days a week and meeting people and listening to them on how they felt even, and that's when I realized and social media makes it look like we're all fighting and hate each other. But when you sit one-on-one -on -one with, with a Republican or an independent, we're not that far off. We all kind of want the same thing. But there's a few things that we argue about, but I, nobody should get everything. We have to compromise to come together. And so that's what, that's what, that's why I'm here. And um, we've, we've just got to get the word out. We have to, uh, we have to inform people of things. They just don't understand the process and it's not their fault. Nobody's ever taught them. We need, they need to be taught, but um, that's why I'm, I'm where I am right now. Hopefully make a difference. That's excellent. So, yeah. So after running in 2018 and, and you didn't make it, but it was just outstanding that you stepped up and other um, candidates did the same thing. Edie Hardcastle is another great example of someone mm -hmm. who ran, didn't make it, but then stepped up to take leadership of her county party and right. really move it forward. Right. So tell us, um, tell us what you believe are really like some of the most important skills for a county chair. I, I think um, you have to listen to people. You've got to listen to their ideas. You have to listen to the problems that they have and you have to compromise. Um, you have to guide, uh, you have to throw out ideas and you need to find out what, when, when you bring new people in, and I've done this forever in any organization I'm in, the at the volunteer level, it's what do you feel comfortable? Give them something that they feel comfortable doing. Don't throw them, it's like, you've got to do this. Um, because they might not feel comfortable with that. And just, um, you know, find good Democrats and put them to work at what they do best. And that's, I think that's one of the most, I think you'll gather more people and give them credit for what they do. Mm -hmm. I mean, so many people, you know, work their tail end off and, you know, especially when we lose, they feel like it's all for naught and it really isn't. Um, we're, we are moving forward. Um, it's not going to happen overnight, but we are moving forward and we are making a difference. And that's the important thing. 
I think you're so right. Um, that is one of the complaints that I've heard most often about the party at the local level is really just not an, um, you know, nobody's embracing volunteers, working with them, listening to them, um, you know, pulling them into the fold, helping them find uh, something that they love to do and that they will succeed at doing. Um, and that's that makes a, a good county chair. I think that's great. And of course, your great positive attitude. Um, you're absolutely right. After the election, it can be really stinging when there's not a great outcome. But there's so much to talk about still, even in a loss. What happened? You know, where can we do better? Where can we find niches of votes that we can that we can draw into our uh, to support our candidates? So, okay. So I sent you a list of uh, the activities that I think are important for Democratic Party to conduct. And, uh, and I'm gonna read that list because I think it's so important and I really wanna get these out there. Uh, I think uh, our, locally, we've kind of suggested that our county chair uh, have a cabinet of team leaders, each of whom is uh, carrying out this particular activity and is held accountable uh, by the county chair and who you know, can pull in volunteers to help them and, and keep them accountable as well. So um, here are the biggest areas I think are the most important. So uh, of course, candidate recruitment and candidate support, uh, volunteer recruitment, volunteer training, and volunteer appreciation, which I think is, you know, it's a, it's a follow through issue that I think people don't um, pay enough attention to. I agree. Um, precinct chair and vice precinct chair training and network. There's many precinct committee chairs who were appointed uh, who don't live in their precincts, which I think is a problem, uh, and who don't know what they're supposed to be doing. Right. And so they, so it's not getting done. They're not out there you know, getting to know people in their, in their neighborhood, developing more committee structures in their precinct so that they are reaching more people in their uh, precinct and developing relationships, gathering good data, et cetera, and, um, and pulling them together to help each other out in that networking um, function. Uh, of course, voter registration is um, a big one. Uh, get out the vote is another big activity that needs to get a lot of attention. Um, civics education, um, like uh, you have talked to me previously about people not really understanding the importance of who should be elected as a county commissioner or a county council person or a county treasurer. Um, uh, you know, I won't tell you our story in LaPorte County about our, our county auditor and assessor that it's a long story anyway. But those are important roles and, and people need to learn what those people do and they need to know how to learn more about the person who's running for those uh, positions. Yes. So, uh, so it's really a civics education can be done in schools as well as in other um, community organizations. Um, year round community service. Um, Democrats believe in community service. This is one of the things that Democrats do. Uh, almost all Democrats I know besides working for the Democratic Party, supporting candidates, they also are involved in all kinds of other nonprofit organizations and activities in their community. And so the Democratic Party needs to be visible and, yeah. and, and you know, really uh, express their commitment to community service on a year round basis, not during just the campaign season. Um, and uh, year round engagement with um, voting blocks, constituents uh, out there, um, you know, we've heard people say uh, African-Americans feel like, oh, the Democrats show up in election year, then they go away. And yeah. that's, you know, that is not cool. <laughs> we, you know, yes. they, you know, we need to be engaging with uh, communities of color and other constituencies 
um, all time, all the time, year round. And so there should be somebody who's, you know, maintaining that kind of connection. And then of course, fundraising, which nobody likes. Some, I, somebody must like it. I'm not sure who, who I am. So, so of those, and there's, you know, there could be more that I don't know about. Those are the ones that I thought were important. Of those, Evelyn, tell us which you think are the most important and, and what kind of plans you have um, to address some of those activity needs. Well, it, it's a challenge right now, but good candidate recruitment and support is extremely important. Um, and it's, um, when I ran, I can't complain because I had a lot of people that would knock on doors for me. They signed up for it. And I don't know what I would have done without them because I couldn't cover every single door, but it's so important that you've got a team behind you that believes in you and that will help send you forward, give you better ideas than what you might have. And you know that that's um, that's key. I think that no doubt about it. Um, the the volunteer training and appreciation. You talked about that. I couldn't say anything more about that. Uh, I I think the voter registration. I've always said if Democrats would just get up and go out and vote, we could win every election. But they don't. And I and they're getting a whole lot better. A whole lot better. I've seen that. But we need to make it. Um, easy and available for all people to vote on, uh, not just Democrats, but for everybody to vote. And th the get out to vote, um, boy, you know, I have some elderly people and, you know, bless their hearts, they have a million questions and you've got to make sure you take care of them because the more you do for people in your area, the more they talk to other people and say, so, you know what, contact this Democrat, they can help you. And that the word of mouth is the best advertisement. Mm -hmm. And if we can do that as Democrats, help everybody do whatever it is they need to do, um, I think that would make that would help us too, that we're not uh, demo rats and you know, all these other things that were horrible names that were called. But you, we've just got to get that one-on-one -on -one basis because, like I said, if they know if one-on-one, -on -one, it's a totally different animal than at a convention or a rally or you know whatever because they really we really do all want about the same thing uh, you know we talked about last year we started talking about the uh, year-round democrat party um community service and that's what we were that's i mean we were all set to do that it was like like um you know serve it fish fries um we have a lot of fish fries around here we have a small uh uh county or um township that has uh weekly dinners and they're always asking for um desserts and i you know we we could supply all of the desserts you know and you know just little things like that just show up and let them get to know who you are and why you are there and you know is to help because that's what democrats do democrats help people and i think that's very very important so those are great uh, great ideas. And, um, you know, I think um, I'm, I'm very excited about Carly Mazur stepping up um, to run yeah. for uh, the state party chair. Um, you know, as you know, in March, um, county chairs will be elected by precinct committee chairs and vice chairs. And one week later, uh, those newly elected county chairs will elect congressional district um, Democratic chairs and officers. And then one week after that, the state central committee on which uh, the congressional district chairs sit, um, along with some others, 
um, will elect the state Democratic Party chair. And um, and I'm sure, as you know, too, uh, John Zodi, current state party chair, is resigning. He's not interested in running again. And um, Carly Macer has stepped up. And I just, I'm, she's worked with us. She worked, when I was working with our 29 outstanding women candidates in 2020, he was right there with us uh, and was very supportive and helped um, helped all of our candidates. And she does know how to reach out and wrap her arms around uh, people. And I'm, I'm very excited about that because I know that one of the things that she really emphasizes is um, volunteer appreciation. Uh, and, and I've heard people say it, you know, I've never seen it around here, but apparently after the election, um, Democratic parties, uh, chairs, uh, hold events where they have like a pizza party for all the volunteers and cookies and like, oh, I, you know, good idea. Yeah, that is a great idea. And I think Carly's just a little bundle of energy. Um, yeah. She's, you know, she, she, her, um, when, when she was a legislator, she was in a big city area, but mm -hmm. she comes from Bridgeton or she has family in Bridgeton. She helped knock on doors. That's a tiny little area. So I think she can really relate to um, every county chair because whether you're country or whether you're big city, mm -hmm. she understands where you're coming from. So right. I'm and excited about that too. Yeah, and I, you know, we've all heard that um, one of our, our Democratic Party failings was not uh, embracing rural voters. Absolutely, um, yep. And we so I think- like, We do kind of feel like we're out here you know, by ourselves that they don't care. I, I would like to see, um, you know, uh, people in power come to the small areas and just, you know, keep us updated and make us know that we're as, our votes are as important as downtown Indianapolis is or Evansville or whatever, because that's that really is important um, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and I think Carly, like you said, she's you know she has roots in small town Indiana. Uh, ended up near Indianapolis, um, and so I think she does have a good understanding for both rural and urban voters in Indiana. Yeah, too. So I'm very excited about her uh, her running. But I think um, all of the things that you have mentioned are just great, and um, I'm so excited to be able to talk to um, to wonderful uh, Democratic Party county chairs. Um, I have to um, admit that while I was working with uh, all those wonderful women in 2020, um, I heard a lot of really, you know, um, defeating stories um, about um, the support that they were or were not getting from the local uh, Democratic parties. Right. And so I, uh, but this is our time. This is the opportunity. This is the time to, you know, we, it's a non-election year. This is the time to pull it together reorganize, reinvigorate, set out the goals, find people who can take pieces of that, of those goals and make them happen uh, yeah. all over the state. So this is our chance and I'm very excited. And so, um, and as you know, I, you know, I came to you to ask you to come and uh, talk because you're doing a great job. You're doing an Thank outstanding you. job. And, and it's really great to see some of the great county chairs out there. And I want to share that with other counties and particularly women who are now newly interested in participating in the Democratic Party. Right. So, uh, so well, I'm just very excited. I have to thank you, um, your group, for bringing it to everybody's attention and being so active and outgoing and, um, you know, making people feel at ease with how they think and what they do. That's, your group has really done an excellent job and it has made a difference. 
Oh, isn't that nice? Well, that's a nice yeah. thing to say. And that's, you know, that's the goal is to really, you know, help women um, become a part of what is their party. Right. Uh, you know, I think they haven't felt like that. They haven't felt like they have, you know, they own this party. They do. Right. And, they do. Um, and I want them to be, I want them to own it and, and understand it and own it and use it uh, right. to exactly. really create better leadership. Wear it with confidence. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We need to yeah. be Democrats. Well, I mean, um, you know, I'm sick of people not admitting they're a Democrat because, you know, people's going to, you know, column names. It's like, nope, we've got to be proud Democrats or they'll continue to get to you. You've got to come out and say, nope, I don't, I'm proud to be a Democrat. Really proud. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I want women to own this part. That's right. Own it. Yep. Own, the, own it with confidence. That's right. Exactly right. And, right. you know, we need more women in leadership all over in the party, outside the party, everywhere. So yep. this is this is an and this is an excellent opportunity for women to really take leadership and make real change in Indiana. Yep, I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Great. All right. So um, we're we're almost out of time. So um, Evelyn, anything else you'd like to share um, before we sign off? Anything um, important? Any words of wisdom you'd like to to impart on us? I, I think that we can. I think that we can really make a big difference by with take this year and use it wisely and come out in 2022, you know, gangbusters. I really do um, get to know people one-on-one. -on -one. And I, the one thing that I've thought of over and over again is I will not call on social media, call people names, point fingers, you know, accuse them of being anything. All I will do is fact check. That's all you can do is fact check from a reasonable source. Because if we want some of the people that are on the fence to become Democrats, we can't insult them and then invite them in. We've got to listen to them and tell them why our side is probably more of their liking rather than calling them idiots and this, that, and that. I just can't do that. I won't do it. Because we need all of them, all the independents, all the Republicans that are on the fence we need them over here and we can show them that we can make a big difference in their lives and the lives of the people that they love and in Indiana all the way around and insulting not insulting them is not the way to do it. That's great. All right. And that is actually a terrific piece of wisdom. Thank you very much. All right. We're going to sign off. Um, you know, stay tuned. We'll have more of these conversations and Evelyn maybe will join us again. Uh, to talk about what else we can do to make the Democratic Party better in Indiana. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Deb.